times are tough, the world is on lockdown, and I already know of a few friends and clients who have lost their jobs, and I'm sure I will hear of many more in time. I know of couples who are falling apart, and the stress of being in isolation have caused them to become angry and bitter. I know of LB people who are feeling incredibly lonely, and I know of some doctors that are under enormous stresses, battling at the hospitals, trying to save lives, and are remaining strong, when all they told me they want to do is fall apart. I myself didn't want to hear about the doom and gloom on the 24-hour news, but then I heard about the 450,000 NHS volunteers, and I'm proud to say that I'm one of them. I heard about strangers helping each other and communities coming together, and this lifted my spirits, and I got out of bed, and I listened to Boris Johnson, and I did my exercise outside. It could be easy to crumble and give in and not see a way out, and this podcast is about finding your inner zest when life is full of stresses. Zestfulness is not about every day being a great day, a fabulous day, or even a positive one. But it is about learning to keep mentally strong when life is throwing you lemons in every direction. Every one of us is allowed down days and sad days, and I can honestly say mine was yesterday. But it is important not to give up. It's extremely vital to use your energy wisely. So if you're having the same conversation over and over again, and it's going nowhere, stop having that conversation. If you're having that recurring thought, in your head that is making you feel like rubbish, change your thought process. I know you can roll your eyes as it sounds easier said than done, but did you know the average person has between 12,000 to 60,000 thoughts per day? Of those, 80% are negative and 95% are repetitive thoughts. This is the easiest way to become energy depleted. And as the saying goes, we are what we think. So it is time to make wise choices on what you're saying to yourself. And it's not about making major changes, but a few tweaks here and there. So if you're not feeling extremely zesty, here are a few tips to hopefully help you. Stop and breathe deeply. You don't need to be doing meditation for hours at a time, but just five minutes a day could actually change your day. Take time out and write five things you're grateful for. Even though I'm grieving, I had to remind myself today that I have a lot to be thankful for. Do a zesty dance or shake it off or sing a song. This could help release your endorphins the happy hormones. Take, think of a time that you laughed so much that it hurt and smile remembering it. I'm doing that right now. Do something nice for someone else. Write your stress down or write a letter to someone you love, even if it's not a romantic love, but writing it down could help you feel zesty. Phone a friend or a loved one. Exercise more, sleep more and eat healthier. I bet you knew that already. And remember, you're not alone. You just sometimes need to let people know that you need a helping hand. And that, I promise you, is not a weakness, but actually a strength. I'll go more into this in my next episode. I will have more zesty tips along the way, and I hope you have enjoyed this podcast today. This podcast is about strengths versus weaknesses. When I start with a new client, I normally ask them within the first few sessions to write down their top five strengths. When I do, you see panic in their eyes. They tell me instead about their hundred of their weaknesses and they're energy drained, they're subdued, there's nothing zesty about them at all and they look like they want to run away from my coaching session. So I ask them to refocus their attention and tell me a few of their strengths if they can't think of five and tell me of times that they were proud and tell me of certain achievements. This is normally the game changer and what we focus on is what we become. It's easy to undermine our abilities a lot of us feel that we're egotistical if we say that we have certain strengths and if we're proud of certain achievements. I don't think this is the case at all. It's time more than ever that we shine 
And in tough times and when morale is down, which we all know it is, we need to focus on our strengths. In the last few months before my father sadly passed, he sat my sister and I down and he said we needed to exploit our strengths even more because he didn't think we were doing the best of our abilities at that time. He also said the reason that my sister and I are such great friends is because we compensated each other's weaknesses. I can tell you this is true, and over time, we've become even better friends. When we focus on our strengths, we have an inner calm, we're slightly more joyful, we're definitely mentally more strong. And when you can think of certain strengths, you smile more. When, as you may or may not know, smiles are infectious. These days we may be smiling a bit over Zoom or house party, <laughs> but smiling is great for us and again, great for mental strength, which in these times we know all our governments are worried about. So it's time to focus on our strengths. My weakness is, or I thought was my weakness, is that I'm dyslexic. And for many years, many, many years, I held myself back by only focusing on the fact that I am dyslexic and certain things that I couldn't do. I told myself none of my work would ever be published, but this isn't true. I found someone that could work out and work on my certain weaknesses, and that's my zesty bestie, Sarah, who has rewritten all of my content and I have had work published and I will have work published again. That was one of my proudest achievements and I can still remember my father whooping enjoying, in joyful even, not joying, joyful excitement when I had my first article published. So as I had said before, and I will say time and time again, what we focus on is what we become. And it's important now more than ever, and we have the time to focus on ourselves, is to take time out and work out our strengths because it's our strengths that can help other people. When we can empower others, we're actually empowering ourselves. So for all those things that you're telling yourself you're not great at and not what you're not good at or what you can't achieve, maybe it's time to say what you can do and what you could possibly do for others. I know it's easier said than done. And I think the mantra right now is we all need to pull together so if we are going to be doing that, we need to come from a moment of strength. So I hope you take some time out today and figure out what you've been saying to yourself. What are your strengths? What are you proud of? What are those achievements that someone maybe said that you couldn't do and you turned around and you t did it? What will give you that inner calm and make you smile and hopefully pass that smile on? What is that inner strength that you can now turn into an outer strength and help others? These are the questions that are important to ask yourself. And when we want to zest in tough times, sometimes we need to ask ourselves some tough questions. I'm Natalie, the Zestfulness Coach, and I hope you enjoyed this podcast today.